everyone. Your host, Dr. Chayanayak, welcomes you to Teenage Talks. Today, I present another podcast, which is of great interest to you, as you would be asking questions sooner or later. You will be asking yourself, what are my options? Which one should I choose? Which is right for me? I'm sure all of you have guessed what the topic is all about. It is choosing career, a very, very important topic. It is said that students are often confused about their choice of uh, careers. There is parental pressure, there's peer pressure, societal pressure, your own desires and passions and other factors like finances. A recent survey showed that 93% of Indian students are aware of only seven career options, while India offers, offers more than 250 career options in different domains. This is where career counseling is important. A professionally trained counselor uh, assists students by imparting knowledge about different uh, career options available and suggesting an ideal career option as per their interests. To tell us more about career counseling, we have an experienced career counselor who has been counseling students for the past three decades. He has enormous amount of experience and knowledge about various careers and being a behavioral therapist and a counselor, he can easily assess students' personality traits, their interests and aspirations and guide them. He is none other than the chairman of Banjara Academy, Dr. Ali Khwaja. Without much ado, I welcome Dr. Ali Khwaja. Welcome, Ali. Good day. <laughs> Had a busy day? As usual, relaxed. Relaxed. Okay, Lil, let us start now. What is yes. career counseling? Yes. Before I answer what is career counseling, let us be clear what is career. Then we'll talk about career counseling. Okay. Because many people don't even understand the concept of a career. When I ask some youngsters, what career would you like to take up? They say things like, I want to do BBA or I want to do computer science engineering. I tell them that that is a degree, that is a study that you are going to do, which is going to lead you and prepare you for your career. So I, what I want to know is, what career do you want to take up? Yes, sir, I want to work in a company like Infosys or Wipro or something. Yes, those are jobs. There's a lot of difference between jobs and career. So the course of study is not a career. The job is not a career. What is career? Career is your domain specialization in which you are going to be active, most probably for the entire working life, which in today's era can spread to easily 40, 50 years. So what is it that you have acquired through your courses, through your uh, you know, degrees and this and that? And if you can say, I am a medical doctor, that is a career. I am a software engineer, that is a career. I am a legal professional, that is a career. Now, within that career, you may do a lot of things. A doctor may be setting up his own clinic. A doctor may be working in a hospital. A doctor may be teaching medicine to others. A doctor may be writing books about uh, uh, medicine. A doctor may be doing social work as uh, with an NGO and you know, improving community health and uh, slum health uh, uh, schemes. These are all the, you know, 
the things that you do in uh, from time to time and your priorities may also change but career is that i am qualified as an architect this is my career i am qualified as a counselor that is my career now well since you asked this question what is a career counselor a career counselor obviously is a person who helps the person to choose the right career for the right reasons so if a person can help anybody it need not necessarily be a student it can be somebody who is halfway through career also but primarily for people who are at crossroads let's say the person has come to 10th standard 12th standard or has even taken up some degree so what is the career what is the direction that i will head for and that if it can be done a person who helps that candidate to take the decisions to find out what is the right reason for choosing a career is what i would define as a career counselor okay i think you defined it uh, very well it is true that many students say that i want to do my computer engineering i want to do this i want to study this and all that it's very common ali uh, at what stage of life they should come for career counseling okay that's very interesting i keep telling parents you should help your children start looking towards careers when they are in primary school take them and explain keep explaining to them about different careers wherever you go for a picnic you go for shopping you go to a hospital you go you know for filling up petrol you ex- keep explaining children because this is not part of curriculum anywhere whatever a child may be studying in school and college awareness of careers is not part of the curriculum so a child should be told if a child is taken to a hospital for treatment the child can be told that see this is a doctor the doctor treats you but along with the doctor did you see there is this nurse who helped you to you know uh, take your temperature or who did this or did that what's the difference between a doctor and a nurse then the doctor said you have to get a blood test so there's a technician who does the blood test what's the difference between that similarly you go to a mall so you see this beautiful building child says yes it's very nice do you know who designs it the person is called an architect he designs it but he doesn't build it who builds it a civil engineer builds it so throughout this uh, you know process of uh, you know growing up i feel children should be given awareness but the decision making starts around 10th standard most of our curriculum barring a few where you do have an option to select subjects in the 9th standard most of the uh, curriculum and most of the things what happens is till 10th standard children are asked to study all the subjects which is maths all three branches of uh, uh, science and all three branches of social studies and two or three languages so that is decided but the first time a child has to take a decision is when he or she completes 10th standard that is when the decision has to be taken do i take science do i take commerce do i take arts if i take science do i take pcmb or pcmc or pcbh there are so many combinations available now if a person takes the wrong combination the person is moving off in a direction which is away from the goal is like i want to go from here to chennai but by mistake i have gone on to the mysore road i'll have to again come back so many miles and then catch on to the right road isn't it 
Similarly, there are a lot of people who have this misconception, particularly parents and a lot of children also. I will take up PCMB because all options are open to me. I think that's a very wrong decision. You don't select subject just because the options are wider. By the time you've come to 10th standard, you have some idea. Are you a mathematical and a logical person? Are you more towards life sciences? Are you more people oriented? Are you more language and literature oriented? Are you more creative and design oriented? Some indicators are definitely there, need not be final. So that's the time when the child at the first instance needs career guidance. And then the child moves on to 11th and 12th standard. After that is very, very crucial. Once you take admission in whatever professional course, degree course and all that, you have almost finalized the direction of your professional life. So before that decision is taken, career guidance has to be done. And then, of course, a lot of people, even after studying their degree, whatever degree they may have acquired, they still are not very sure. Because throughout the degree, they are busy preparing, doing assignments, giving exams, and doing all those things. And at the end of the degree, they say, okay, I've acquired this degree, now what? So that is the third stage. These are the three crucial stages when a person requires career guidance. I find many parents trying to impose their will on the students. So they insist that they should become doctors or engineers or something. They don't mm -hmm. take into consideration uh, child's interests. So how often you come across cases like that? Unfortunately, we do come across, but thankfully not too many. So I don't maintain a record of uh, you know the statistics. But yes, there are a few parents who do have this. And the interesting thing is, obviously, as we know, they are doing it in the interest of the child. They are not their child's enemy. They want the best for their child. That is why they are saying you have to become a doctor, you have to become an engineer or whatever. They are imposing on the uh, child. The unfortunate thing is, they are thinking 30 years back when they were choosing their career. 30 years back, if a person wanted to choose a career, you could count the lucrative careers on your fingertips. The successful people were doctors, engineers, charter accountants, IAS officers. That's it. Full stop. All the others not only earned less, they had less respect in society also. So they went through that. And in many cases, they realized that they could not compete and they could not do what was their first choice. And therefore, now they are hell-bent that my child should have a good future by becoming a doctor or a software engineer or whatever it is. So somewhere along the line, if parents can be made part of this process, it has to be teamwork. As a career counselor, I always believe that whenever I am talking to students in any school, I tell them, please call the parents also. Let us have the parents be present when we are having this discussion. Same thing at individual one-to-one -one level when they come. As far as possible, I tell them, get your parents here. Let's thrash it out together so that you can go back home and continue with the discussion. With all these, uh, Ali, I find even in US, Indian parents insist on STEM subjects. <laughs> I know. 
they yeah. don't really let them do what the children want. Maybe very uh, few people may be doing it, but in general, what I observe, not only in India, even in US, people are interested yeah. in STEM yeah. subjects, whether the child even is interested people, or not. People from Indian origin are still stuck in the past and they still believe that that's the only way to uh, success. Now, the problem is, if the child is not good in STEM, what is uh, STEM? Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics or management. Okay. Now, the child may not be good at it. On the other hand, the child may be very good at something different. So you are depriving the child of that and asking him to do something else. Let's say a child is very good in playing basketball, but you insist that he should play badminton. What will happen? You are losing out on the potential of this child becoming a good uh, uh, you know, basketball player and you are creating a very mediocre uh, badminton player. That at least you know you can change, you can do whatever, but careers you can't change so easily. So if a child is pushed into something and if he happens to be mediocre in it, those days are gone that just the degree. There was a time, I agree, 10, 20 years back, the moment you had a computer science engineering degree from even an average college, you were guaranteed that you'll get a job with some software company and then you'll move on you know, to doing whatever. But even in that segment, people don't admit it, but many of them have had a burnout. Many of them are struggling. Many of them are doing very badly at midlife. Nobody talks about that. And that is why this craze for STEM continues even in today's world when there are so many lovely options. Ali, uh, I have come across a child who is very much interested in Montessori teaching, but parents insisted that he should take up engineering. He has done engineering and he's doing well for all the practical purposes, but he may not be satisfied. Uh, that's a different question. But who will think of that? It is, uh, STEM subjects offer lucrative jobs. Yes, but lucrative to what extent? If you, you must be aware that in the last few months from November onwards last year, so many people in the STEM sector, in the software sector have been laid off. And many of them happen to be people with very good experience, 10 years, 15 years of very good track record. So when a recession hits, what happens? The people who have not got that passion, who have not come in because they are committed to it, but only because you get better job, they are the ones who stumble. Now, I would like a child at 20 years or 25 years of age to struggle his way through and find the right direction rather than doing the same thing at 45 years of age. How much more difficult it is. These are realities which somehow people don't seem to even want to think about it. There'll be some media uh, say hype about layoffs and this and that. Within a few days, it will die off and everybody will forget about it. But what has been the impact? What is the long-term impact? Do we find out what needs to be done to look at things in a wider and a bigger picture? Who will think that far of what's going to happen after 15, 20 years? Yeah, so generally, exactly. parents don't think that way. They don't think no. that way and that way they're making a fundamental mistake and they are playing with the future of their child. And Ali, I found that among the parents, awareness is very less. 
Like I've come across a boy whose father is a, a practicing criminal lawyer. He suggested to his son to apply for national law school, uh, mm. but he refused. He did his commerce, but now he repents. He feels that he should have been a lawyer because he didn't know anything about law. He thought law means only criminal law. Now his yeah. friend works in Singapore as a company lawyer. Now he yeah. realized that he should have done that. My yeah. question is, why didn't the father, who is a lawyer, didn't explain about the different uh, branches of law? Yes. Maybe he could have introduced him to others. He could have made him, you know, look at the wider picture. So many things could have been done. Could have been done. I come across uh, children who uh, say that, you know, I don't know what career I want to take, but I know which career I don't want to take. Okay. Which is that? Medicine. Why? Because my mother is a doctor, my father is a doctor, and they are so busy, they have no time for me, and they are always uh, uh, struggling. So I don't want to be a doctor. But that's the wrong reason, no? Every doctor need not be busy. A doctor can choose his timing. A doctor can choose his lifestyle. Nobody explains that to uh, them. That if you're really good at it and if you're passionate about it, you have the talent, become a doctor. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be doing 24 hours work or whatever. Uh, it is in every field today, a competent person who has chosen the career for the right reasons can choose his own lifestyle and still make sufficient money maybe not very big money but sufficient money but people look at making very big money huh. that is where you know you can't do anything about it that if somebody is got this absolute craze that i just want to make very quick money and this and that i come across people who said yeah. by 40 years of age i want to earn 10 crores and then retire yeah firstly at 40 years of age, that 10 crore may have devalued so much that it may not be enough for you to last your lifetime. Okay, even if that is the case, the second thing is, from 40 onwards, what do you do with your life? You can't be sitting at home. People will look down upon you. You will not have company. Nobody will be willing to spend their weekdays uh, uh, with you. What is going to happen to your self-esteem? That is something that needs to be looked at. Really, I met so many people who say that I want to retire at 50 or whatever it is. They think they will relax, they will travel, they'll spend yeah. time with the children. So they give yeah. any number of uh, reasons that's, for that. That's, that's, right, that's right. One is children don't want to be with uh, them. The moment children come to adolescence, they would rather travel on their own than with their uh, parent. They would like to spend their own time. So you are not there to impose of what you want to do. Similarly, travel. How often can you travel? You can't keep traveling 12 months of the year and that too when you stop working. You are uh, you know, draining your uh, reserves and uh, your savings. Travel is not that uh, uh, easy. Including people who say that I want to retire and do farming. Farming is one of the toughest things and that too to take up at 40-50 years of age when you have been a city dweller I think is near to impossible. People don't realize that. Tell me, how does a typical career counseling session look like? Yes. What happens? Whenever somebody comes to us for career counseling, I make it a point to first talk to the child alone without the parents. Because the child may have some things to say which he or she may not be comfortable saying in, in the presence of the um, parents. I try to find out whether the child has got goals already. Some children do. But then I assess, 
has, has that goal been set for the right reasons? Has the child explored, done his homework and found out enough and then is going through with that? If I'm satisfied with that, then I say, excellent. Now let us talk about what are the different courses, what are the different universities, what are the different options, so that you reach your goal. And you can come back to us from time to time, whenever there's a doubt, whenever there's a decision has to be taken, you keep working on your thing. If the child has not done sufficient homework, I send them back saying that, go and talk to people. You want to be a doctor? Have you spoken to a doctor? Have you spoken to a medical student? Have you gone and sat in a hospital and seen what activities uh, take place? Have you opened some medical textbooks and just browsed through them? So I tell them, you do that. And then you come back. Finally, if the student is not in a position to take a decision and parents are also not in a uh, proper uh, you know, knowledge to uh, guide them, then what we do is an assessment. We do a process of aptitude testing, not the usual psychometric you know, button punching tests where the computer tells you what to do, but a very holistic way of understanding every aspect of the check. Because every parameter leads towards certain you know, careers. How good, how are the social skills of the person? How good is the commercial acumen of the person? What is the attention span of the person? What is the memory uh, retention of the uh, person? How good is the general knowledge and the um, you know, awareness of what's happening? So all these parameters put together, give us an idea about what are the type of careers. And then we make a range of careers and help the child to do what we call as a reverse elimination. Eliminate those which you are not interested in, even though you know that you are capable of doing well in that, but somehow your interest is not there. Eliminate uh, uh, it. Keep narrowing down. Then we decide if the child is only in 10th standard, which are the subjects which will take him closer to his destination. So we have another two years to go ahead, or at least one year. By the time the child has completed 11th, we try to ensure that the child is clear about where he wants to go because a lot of entrance exams are there. A lot of preparation has to be done if you really want to get into a good university. Earlier, it was only for medicine and engineering. Today, any good thing, you want to be in fashion technology, NIFT has its own uh, you know, entrance uh, exams. Law has its own entrance uh, exams. Design has its own uh, entrance uh, exams. So by the time the child finishes 11th, if the child is able to identify and narrow down the child can simultaneously start preparing for that. those uh, you know, coaching, entrance exams, whatever is necessary. So do you explore their values also, apart from their skills and talents? Are they no, no, we don't do that because it is entirely up to the child. If a child says, I want to become a doctor because I want to earn tons of money, I am nobody to say that, see, Medicine is a you know, noble profession. You're supposed to be healing people. That should be a priority. Who am I to say uh, that? It's up to the child. My job is to assess whether this child will make a good physician or not. Whether the child has the right aptitude and all other connected characteristics which will make the child. If the child is being misled by thinking he has seen some very rich doctors driving fancy cars and that's why he wants to become a doctor, then we start you know, helping the child to narrow down to the correct reasons why he or she wants to be a doctor or anything. Yeah. How effective is career counseling? Well, so far, 
I can be a little immodest to say that at least nine out of 10 people have come back and said that it has been very beneficial. Some, they say it's been an eye-opener. They say that it has really given them a direction and stuff like that. But with the rider, that it has to be done in the correct format. You can't just ask a child to you know, answer MCQs and the computer gives out a report saying that you will make a good architect or you will make a good designer or you will make a good uh, journalist or something. That's not the way to do it. Okay. What are the qualifications a council should have? Is ah, there in, any... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In India, there is no uh, you know, governing body for counselors and psychologists and psychotherapists. So anybody can call himself a counselor, anybody can call himself a career uh, counselor. By law, there is no, uh, no restriction. No, no. A person should be spending significant amount of time in studying and learning. Firstly, human psychology, behavioral uh, sciences, and then specifically into careers. And let me tell you, it's a continuous process. Because unlike other aspects of human behavior, career possibilities and career selection keeps changing. They change so fast. Unless you are up to date with it, you will not be successful as a career uh, counselor. There was a time, uh, uh, you know, for example, you could become an architect without taking up science. They said if you are doing commerce with maths, you are eligible to give the NATA exam and you can become an architect. Two years later, the Council of Architecture changed and said we will take only science. Uh, now a career counselor has to be aware of uh, that. What are the possibilities of getting, you know, cracking the national law uh, school uh, exam? How high is the competition? And in case you don't crack it, what are the other options? There are so many other excellent law schools in which you can get in. So it's not the end all and be all of it. Like how the counselor treat. should be up to date with everything. Up to date with all the what information. And also the uh, you know trends among the uh, children. Because as you had said in the beginning, there's a lot of this herd mentality. You will remember 15, 20 years back, there was this craze for biotechnology. Mm. And every second person wanted to be a biotechnologist. Similarly, there was a, a craze for dentists. Today, so many dentists find that they have got no meaningful employment left for uh, uh, them. Not that those careers are bad. Careers are excellent. Yeah. But people who went in just because of that herd mentality, somebody said... You're not getting admission in MBBS, take a BDS, you become a dentist, you do this and that. They never had that aptitude and the inclination for it. Those are the people who suffer. Thanks, Ali, for joining us today and giving valuable okay. information about uh, okay. career counseling. You are our valuable resource. I'll keep approaching you again and again for your views on various Certainly. topics. Always Thanks. my pleasure. Thanks once Thank again. You. Thank you and bye. Hey guys, the importance of choosing the right career cannot be overemphasized. A career is something that you have to do for the rest of your active life. So you definitely want to do something that you like and give you satisfaction. A career counselor, apart from helping you to choose a career, gives you all the information regarding various careers, job prospects and resources. And he'll explore your interests and skills, the awareness of which will make you more confident. He will encourage you to learn a new skill, new language, or any certification course which is appropriate for your career. There are many online and offline platforms for career counseling. 
personally i prefer offline counseling but the choice is uh, yours so thanks for listening and if you like my podcast please share it with your friends and write a review see you again in my next episode